Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Define You Radio, where you get lessons, tips, and more from those who decided to define life on their own terms and are changing the lives of others. Pens and papers ready. Class is now in session. Now, I know I said I was going to take off the intro, but it is slowly growing on me, slowly, like real slow. So we're going to see. Y'all, y'all will know when I know as far as uh, the intro goes. But welcome to Define You Radio, classes in session. I am your host, Valencia Random Griffin-Wallace, <laughs> and it's a hot seat Tuesday, and I am joined by my fabulous co-hosts, LaVon Copeland and Shannon Ward. Hey, Queens, how y'all doing tonight? Hey, Queens, I'm fabulous. <laughs> y'all, they, they, they ready. They've been hot for this hot seat for like two weeks, okay? I'm just telling y'all, I don't know how this show's going to go. So, But class is in session. Y'all going to learn something, though. Uh, make sure you are subscribed and connected to all things Define You, including our Facebook page. And if you guys have any questions, comments about tonight's show, feel free to inbox me, put them on the Facebook page or one of my beautiful co-hosts. And I have to say this, because I have a question real quick before we even jump off tonight. Did y'all know, okay, so think about everybody you know that set goals. Y'all thinking about that? Mhm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. How how many people you know that set goals actually have achieved them? Like just you got that number in your head? Mhm. Okay. Y'all, y'all think? Okay. It's not a hundred percent, right? Oh no. Oh, definitely not. No. You know why? Because according to statistics, only eight percent of people who set goals actually achieve them. Isn't wow. that crazy? Interesting. That is interesting. Wow. Yes. So <laughs> that, but if you think about all the people you know who do set goals, like I'm gonna start writing people down, writing people's names down, <laughs> and I'm gonna start keeping my own statistics to verify it. But I'm, I'm like a hundred percent sure this statistic is true. And you guys can find that article. Just go to Google, and and it's on Inc.com where they talk about how many people the percentage of people that set goals that actually achieve them. It's only 8%, so I feel very elite, I'm just saying, for the majority of my goals, except my goals to give up carbs, but that's another show that, you know, I'm not about to get Shannon started this early in the game. But this is why the MOVE experience is so important. We queens are going to teach you women how to go from hold up, wait a minute, to ready, set, go. So to find out more about the movie experience, what that's all about, how you could get in this elite 8%, go to ValenciaGWallace.com, and you're going to find out about that because, you know, we got to get that percentage up. That's just sad. 8%, that's all I got to say. So uh, with, with that being said, y'all know tonight we are talking about relationships, situationships, We're going to find a way to throw that in there. Dating, marriage, and more. 
what your parents don't tell you about I do or yeah, I'm gonna be your girlfriend. You know, we're gonna we're gonna have this real discussion with y'all queens and kings because that way you won't feel like oh my gosh, nobody told me this. So we do want to hear from you. Make sure you're on Define You Radio's Facebook page or to chime in on the discussion. Um, with that being said, I feel like I want to kick it off with Queen Shannon. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Queen Shannon, what is what when you think about what your parents didn't tell you about relationships? What's the first thing that comes to mind? Mm, that's a good question. Oh, you know I'm peeping. I mean, you. I, I'm peeping. I, I, I know you're trying to get me to go in, but I'm not gonna do it, especially not this early <laughs> in the game. <laughs> um, I can't say that men run you crazy because she's always told me that. Um, my mother, <clears throat> you know, your daddy drives me insane. Yeah, I can see it. Um, what didn't they tell me? Hmm, that is that's honestly a really good question. I uh, I don't think it was more so what they told me as as is what I've watched and what I was able to witness with my own eyes. Um, hmm. you think yeah, your expectations, your expectations versus your reality hmm. do you do you see like oh my gosh it's not what I've seen what's going on they don't show this part on TV well, uh, in, in that sense I would say I guess especially in 2018 my expectations is that people really don't fight for relationships you know my, you know my mother always told me if there's something you want you work for it you fight for it you don't just let it go um, but you know, ladies in 2018, like now, that's not, you know, you. I guess I expect to look. Cause my parents have been married. Um, February will be 50 years. So I look wow. for, you know, I want that. Although they get on each other's nerves. Yes, maybe you know they've had their issues. They've, um, without divulging too much of business, they may have separated for a little while at once. But hmm. at the same time, they found a way, even through that, they fought through it and, and, and brought everything back to the way it should be. And to be honest, like today they make me gag because it's just too much for me. <laughs> but <laughs> but since you want me to go in, let me just throw this out here. Now, this is random. Parents, please, please, please do not traumatize your children with all that mush. That's traumatizing to us. Like, that's gross. Um, that's healthy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so that's, gross to see I, my parents are, kiss that's like two oh. that's I mean, gross. wait but, a minute. This show about to go left, LaVon. You better catch us because I have questions. What, I mean, you know. I mean, we're like over here smoke. taking bets. Like, we're over here like, taking bets like, in not long before Shannon goes in. I'm not going in. I'm just saying I mean, I'm saying, Shannon, are, are they going, like, slow from across the room, mouth wide open? Like, what are your parents? I have. I need to talk, talk to your mama. No. I'm just saying. It's, like, like, it's like, just like little stuff like, oh, you still look good. Come in the room. Ew. Nasty. I'm, I'm sitting here. Like, come on. 
Ooh. Next time, I mean, Tuesday. Somebody's going to be Shannon's mom. So, yeah. Tell your mama that is, that's on the list because 50 years, she, you know, yeah. I have questions. I have questions. So tell yeah, your I mama, I don't know if she listens. I, I tell her. She needs to, to know. school us. <laughs> but to try to bring it, she needs to school us all. Yes, ma'am. Yes, 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 listen, ma'am. She, she, now she got some, she got some wisdom. That's why I can't say what they may not have. What I might not have been told, but it's what I've watched. And then just as far as my expectation, I guess a lot of what I expect is what I've seen. Although there were there was turbulence, although there was you know things happened, they still they were still you know kept it together. They still fought through it. They still made it to this point. You know, and mm-hmm. like that's my expectation. Like nobody wants to fight. They fight for what you want anymore. Like. Okay, I don't need you. I can just throw you to the wind. You know, oh, okay, just I don't need you. Get a divorce. Right. Yep. It's so easy. It's just like nobody fights for love. Well, I think a lot, um, and then I'm going to let, then I want LaVon, Queen LaVon, to go go in with her her um, her sermon. Mm-hmm. Yes, her her sermon. We read it tonight. Class I got you all for real. Um, but I think, and I could be honest. Right, because it's mm-hmm. Hot Seat Tuesday. I call it situational marriages. Mm-hmm. I have been in a what I call a situational marriage, um, and you know, so like there was no fight for it. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't even want to fight. Like, but I'm gonna tell you, ladies, this and and men. It is so much easier to get married than it is to get divorced. You better believe it. Hashtag a minute. Know, know that that is like 150% experience talking. It is so easy <laughs> to get married and so hard to to get divorced because, number one, they want to know why. So you can't mm. do it. <laughs> I don't love him anymore because guess what? It's, it's going to be days that you love your shoes more than the person you with. And with that Amen. said, I'm going to hand the mic over to LaVon. All I can say is amen, amen, and amen. And only someone that has experienced it, I can say someone that has fought and stood the test of time, as far as a marriage, can actually really appreciate that statement. Um, the ladies that I, um, my fellowship that we do together, we actually had this discussion with one of the ladies, and she thought she was surprised to see that there are other women that say, you know, yes, there are days where I really do not like my husband. Hmm. You know, I make the joke that, you know, I probably I divorce him at least once a week, you know, in my mind, because they it's life. It's a relationship. And you're not like Valencia said, there are going to be days you're going to love those pair of red pumps, those flat pumps, whatever. If you're a sneaker, you know, sneakerhead, you're going to love those shoes more to get in those shoes and walk away than you are to be able to stand there and fight and look at that person. But you have to make the mindset. You have to understand that we've entered into a covenant. This is not something that you can just throw away. You really have to fight for it. And you don't see people do that. 
nowadays. It right. is. People think that it's easy to just walk away. Oh, I don't like you anymore. We're done. I'm done. You know, bye. But it is not that easy. And you better check your state before you want think you're going to just walk away okay. and get a divorce that's going to walk in there and say, oh, we just don't like each other no more. Or I hate because she, I don't like her cooking. Or, you know, she gained 10 pounds. You know, whatever the <laughs> foolishness is because they're going to be like, huh? You better take that stuff on back to the house because we ain't got nothing for you. Uh-huh. She <laughs> ain't happening. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that was one of the <clears throat> one when we talk about, you know, life after I do what they don't mm-hmm. tell you about relationships, that part is definitely one of them. I think a lot of times people think, okay, once you get married, you're going to love and be in love with that person every day of your life. And then when you wake mm-hmm. up, because you hear people say that, well, I just didn't love them anymore. Okay, that's I, that's a passing thing because just like with shoes, and I hate to go back to shoes, but just like with shoes, you get that one pair of shoes, for instance, husband, if you listen, I'm not comparing you to shoes. I'm using it for an example. But with <laughs> shoes, you got that one pair of shoes that you like, ooh, I love them shoes. They my best shoes. I'm going to wear them every day. I'm going to break them in. And then one day they in the back of your closet because the dog can chewed up the heel. Do you still love mm-hmm. those shoes? Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. still love the shoes? And so, um, or they, or you find another. So you can't expect, I don't want to say to, I mean, love is a feeling. And it depends yeah. on how you feel. Now, I'm, if it's like months and years down the line and you still don't love this person and it's consistent, you might need to go talk to somebody. But yeah. if you expect 24-7 365, um, even when he leave his socks on the floor, I still love him as much as when we go out on date night. If you're expecting that, that's, yeah, that's not the reality of it. You're not going to love that person like that every single day. You may love the way he chew when y'all date and say I do, and then you find yourself six months later looking at him like, Jesus, who raised you? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you got to smack so loud when you eat? God. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, if we, it's, it's that. It's mm-hmm. uh, one of the things I could say probably from my husband's point of view because he brings this up. When we were dating, I cooked a lot. Mm. I did. Mm. I'm you know, so I, and he so often mentions that, but I also mm-hmm. told him, and I was honest, so this was probably an unrealistic expectation of his, I don't know, but I was honest with him, I said, once my son makes 18, I'm, when I cook, it's going to be an occasion, now you will not starve, <laughs> you know, but, and I told him then, when we were dating, now, mind you, when we were dating, I did cook a whole lot. But I told him when we were dating, I said, I don't believe that lie that says the way to a man's heart is his stomach. I don't believe that mm-hmm. lie. It's apparent because yeah. I don't, I mean, I hate cooking. I can cook, but I detest it. It's a waste of time. It's hot. I'm in Louisiana. Oh, my God. So that's the thing. So men... Men, that's the thing. If you, what they don't tell you, 
about relationships is guess what? Y'all might get married, and when she cooks, it's a holiday. Mm-hmm. Don't get mad and don't have some, you know, that's why, like, I'm going to say this, too, to the side pieces, dishes, or styling side pieces, don't think because you cook that's going to get you a ring. It's so lame. I'm just saying. Because I'm telling you, because if that's the case, men, men would never cheat. All you got to do is cook and keep them happy. <laughs> but let's <laughs> tell be good. Everybody be Betty Crocker. <laughs> you know, I'll be whipping their work from scratch. You know, just you know, if it assured like a great relationship, I would be, I would learn how to make gravy from scratch. Okay, so what they don't tell you about relationships, cooking is not the the concrete on your relationship, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, it's not. And real real talk, because you know, old school back in the day used to hear that, girl, the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Mm-hmm. Okay, girl, well, I don't make no one you know you would cook. cook. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just saying. And we was raised to cook because we that it was like you was you wanted to get a man. You had to know how to cook. So your parents, grand, you know, big mama, they had you in there learning to cook. Yes, Lord, not mine. <laughs> 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 I would ask, and I'm just being honest. I I would ask too many questions because I didn't understand. Like why you oh gotta make Lord. this scratch and it come in a box, you know? <laughs> or can't we just buy the box? Now, like I said on previous shows, my uncle taught me different things about cars because he said I would probably mm-hmm. not be a wife because he huh. knew I wasn't trying to have that. I'm not cooking. Oh my That's Lord. my five cent rent. Lord now. And yes, my grandmother cook made the biscuits. My grandmother cooked. Mm-hmm. My mom um, cooked sometimes. You know, so I think just there's a breakdown in the generation, and that's probably why mm-hmm. I have a it voice. Is. Like no, I that agree with generation, the generational cooking. <laughs> yes, lady. But I think the other thing. Um, Valencia, what you say? Okay, you were saying how we did come up with that misconception that if you were a great cook, you know, you cook these homemade big meals every day, you know, that this was going to keep a man. And I think as we progress, you know, now the thought has become with this younger generation, you know, that if, um, let me say this the correct way, um, if we are, you know, if you're not, if you're not a freak, I know where you're going. If you're not a freak, say yes. it like that. You know, mm-hmm. if you're, if you're, you know, able to, you know, do tricks and flips and, you know, oh, all the great stuff in the bedroom. You know that if I'm, you know, really doing everything that is pleasing to him when it comes to um, sex, that I'm going to be able to keep this man as long as I can do this. You know, he's going to stay with me. And so you hmm. have, especially with side pieces. You know, that's one of their main things where I'm doing, I'm pulling out all the stops. And so this is going to keep the man. You said that so eloquently, LeVon. You really did. You really, you said that so so eloquently and politically correct. But, you know, as you were talking, like, you, you are 100% correct. You, Mm -hmm. and I'm, because this is a family show. Yes. 
But let's just let's just be honest. Those of us that couldn't cook one way or didn't like to cook one way learned how to cook the other way. As exactly. Exactly. And, that's, and I'm going to say that part. You know, I now like, I like that. That's like, very I good. like how you put yeah. that. I, I know I was too. good. I was good. So but <laughs> but I'ma tell you, Queens, and 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 this is my philosophy on on that on both of them, really. You could cook everyday whip up that that work, and for my international listeners, that means to put in work in the kitchen. Okay, well that's mm-hmm. how we're gonna use it tonight. Um, but you could do that. But guess what? There is always gonna be somebody that can cook better than you. Mm-hmm. There's gonna always be somebody that could cook in the bedroom better than you. So that's what they Absolutely. don't tell you while you're in the kitchen sweating, trying to hold on, thinking this is what's going to make your relationship uh, solid. And let's say, yeah, he does love your cooking, and it and it's solid. Mm-hmm. But then what about when y'all mm-hmm. sitting at the dinner table and don't have nothing to talk about? Yes. Oh. 100. LaVon. 100. I mean, that is 100%. And that's what's the sad part because you think, oh, my gosh, you know, I've just really served it up in the bedroom. But then, like you say, you sit in there at the kitchen table and you eating leftovers or you and you're just staring at your phone. You know, you're on the next phone call. You're looking at TV. You don't have it. There's no conversation. And the key to the relationship at the end of the day, there has to be conversation. You have uh-huh. to be able to talk to each other because that's where the key is going to lie that's going to lead to the longevity. Because if you uh-huh. can't talk about the problems, I mean, if you're not saying, well, babe, you know, I appreciate everything you just did in the bedroom, but this house is nasty. Can you please get up and um, clean up and do something? Or, you know, or say, you know, yeah, he may have been great in the bedroom, but you know what? We sitting here in the dark. We ain't got no lights because you sit here playing PlayStation right. and you ain't got no job. Huh. Y'all can't have huh. the real talk. I mean, you could serve it up all day. But you know what? If you if you think about it, like, because we're talking about what they don't tell you about relationships, life after mm-hmm. I do, whether it's I do to marriage mm-hmm. or I do to a relationship, a lot, mm-hmm. I think we don't know our communication style or the person we're dating, for instance. I know my husband really, he he doesn't, we could talk, but it's nine times out of ten, it's not going to be like that. Like, you understand? Men communicate different is what I'm trying to say. So Mm -hmm. I understand his language. Mm -hmm. And I like, you know, it's kind of like when somebody asks you, how you doing? And you say I'm fine, and you really not fine. So it's knowing yes. the other person's language and being able to to communicate that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, and mm-hmm. ladies, men nine times out of ten, men are not uh, chatty Cathy's. I think that's the term. They're not gonna sit yes. up there and and y'all gonna be on the phone like you and your best girlfriend for hours gossiping if that's the case you might wanna uh ask some other questions. <laughs> okay. But yes. I know oh, um uh, I and I'm gonna say me and my husband had a discussion about about 
somebody he knows just in case they may listen to the show in some way, shape, or form, and the person that he's with starts arguments with him saying because he doesn't talk to her. He doesn't communicate with her. And so she she uses this as an argument. But then y'all have a quote unquote I do date set. Men don't communicate oh. don't communicate like that. Like what are you expecting? I have questions. Oh. So what they don't tell you oh. about relationships is y'all not about to sit on the on the phone like that. And if y'all are, you might want to ask other questions. Not saying you can't have great communication, but you know, he's really not interested, and I'm telling you from personal experience, and nine times out of ten, he doesn't know the difference between this wig or that wig or think this one looks better or so on and so forth in that way or care about the texture or whatever else you may know. Or maybe that's just my household. <laughs> Shannon? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm just... Uh, just taking notes right now is what I'm doing. I'm taking notes. Um, I think for me, at, at, from coming from the single uh, perspective, I mean, I've learned that men do not communicate the way we do. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, it, and that is a challenge. It is a challenge because, I mean, when we say something, we know what we mean when we say it. Like, we say it to them, though, and sometimes they look at us like we're crazy, and I'm like, did you not get what I just said? Like, this right. And so trying to make sure that you can kind of talk to them on their their, their understanding, not like you're not, and, and mm-hmm. not to mean like, you know, that they're slow or anything. No, it's just different. It's like, okay, how do I communicate this way to them right? Um, so that they'll understand what I mean? So it, it it's a challenge. It is a challenge. So I'm taking notes, y'all. Mm-hmm. I'm taking notes because, you know, I need no. to get all this right so that way when you get ready to um, do the arranged marriage, I'll be ready. Arranged marriage <laughs> by Valencia.com. But, you know, one valuable lesson, and I think that's like a a great point, and LaVon just posted on Facebook about your partner's communication language there. Do you speak their language? You know, Mm -hmm. Um, I may say, and, you know, as women, we wake up one day and we feeling like Beyonce and, you know, we feeling like, (laughs) yes. You know, and we wake up the next day and feel like, you know, I'm not saying no names, but we just, we feel opposite of Beyonce. We feeling fat, ugly. We start seeing all of our grays and every pore and everything else. And so I used to come to my husband and I'm like, I feel fat. I feel ugly. And, you know, as a man, his response is, "You're, you're not fat. But he and but and I don't understand why you say that. So instead, I started going. I would say, I'm not feeling a one today. Like I'm not. I'm not feeling because to him it doesn't make sense. Because he he sees me the same. It's only me that sees me different. Yeah. So I started saying, you know, like instead, you know, today, I'm I just. I'm just not feeling it today or I'm not feeling yeah. whatever, you know, really communicating it. Cause if I say I feel fat or I got on a scale and I gained five ounces, you know, he, he's looking, he doesn't understand how to commun how to listen to something that doesn't make sense. 
But if I say, like, I don't feel good about myself for whatever reason, he could, Mm -hmm. because everybody feels that. Even men have those days where they don't feel good about themselves. They may not have them days they feel fat, but they have those days too. So that's what they don't tell you about relationships. Men have them Mm -hmm. days. They may not communicate it that way, but, you know, LaVon. Well, I 100% agree because it is understanding that language. I just to touch on what you said about the friend saying, you know, that the um, fiance is not communicating. And the sad part is he's probably saying she's not listening. You know, I keep telling oh. her, and you have, like you said, he's not going to sit and be like, oh, I like this pattern. Why don't we go with an eggplant color? And we're going to, you know, naming these crazy colors. Let's do eggshell color soups and pastel. You know, they're not going to go into that detail, but if you come and say, honey, you know, I'm having a hard time trying to choose colors, and this color may cost a little bit more money. You have to be able to talk in their language or understand he's not going to care about flowers, but to say, you know what, the flower that I would like to have is going to cost more, you know, do you think that's in our budget? He might be like, you know, wait a minute, let me see. Let me do the math. Carry the one. Yeah, we can handle that. But to sit there and want to show him different flowers and hope he picked the one that mm-hmm. costs more so that you can turn around and say, well, that one's going to cost. Don't, most men aren't going right. to want to play those type of games. You have to be, most men are analytical. They want to be fixers. So they want you to tell them what the problem is and let's, Let's work on a solution. So you have to be able to speak that language. You know, I agree. They're not. You can't sit there and be like, "Oh, I feel this way or that way." You know, you. I had to learn to say, "You know what? I've gained some weight, and I don't like the way it makes me feel because it's unhealthy, yeah. or because this." And it's like, okay, well, what do you think we should do? Do you want to get a gym membership? Um, well, we could cut out going out to eat some. Let me see. What can we do? But just be like, oh, I feel fat. No, babe, you still look good. You know, y'all going back and forth, and then you mad because you're like, you don't love me no more. You, Honey, he ain't got <laughs> You think I'm, I'm fat. Like, my husband knows his best response. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, Lord, my poor husband. Because it's almost after I make that statement, whatever he say. You know, if he say something or nothing, I'm like, so what? You're agreeing that it's I'm downhill. Saying? So you know, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, he knows it's downhill from there. Oh yeah, it's, you know, like what does that look mean? Did you? Then I'll go into. Did you put my clothes in a dryer that should have been hung up? Because that's probably why I feel fat because they shrunk. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh my God! What they don't tell you relate about relationships, men, is sometimes you just can't win the win the argument or yes. the discussion. Yes, let's just be honest. Yes, as women, we oh, think wait, about. I have a question. We thinking about their response. Go ahead, babe. Okay. I have a question because I know this is okay. something that I have a hard time with on the lines mm-hmm. of communication. So, if we're having a conversation and. I express to you that something is bothering me or that there's something going on in my brain that I'm thinking. And you act like you, I guess I'm looking for you to at least give me some kind of emotion to it and you don't, I'm ready to blow a gasket. So what are some tips that y'all can give to like kind of deal with that? Because, I mean, you need to reply to me in in some kind of fashion that's going to, 
I don't know. I don't know if I want you to feed into what I'm saying. I, I don't really know what I want, but I know I need you to reply mm-hmm. with something better than just like looking at me or just like, well, I don't know, you know, whatever you're going to do. How does that help? You know, <laughs> those kinds of things make me just like, come on, dude. You know, if I'm telling you that this is what's happening and it, you give me nothing. Well, first you have to, you're going to have to understand that men are not emotional beings. Uh-huh. I mean, we you, and this goes. This is science. I mean, this goes back to creation. When God created us, created men, you know, He created men to be fixers, to be workers, to be planners. He gave them vision. You know, the vision, the words was put into them. When we, as women, were created, we were created to be the helpmates. We were created to be nurturers. To be, I mean, that's why we bear children because we're able to nurture. That's what's been put in our spirit. So you can't go to speak to your spouse and say, you know, pour, feel like you're going to pour out your heart and he's going to sit there and cry with you like your girlfriend. Because <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Really, it's not private at least. What you want? Because and then see, I know because he's not gonna cry with you. The sad part is, I don't really know. (laughs) I don't really know. I just want him to not just sit there. Why are you just sitting there? Like I don't know. Say something. Do something. And we, Uh, but you know how how we don't know how to respond. That's exactly how the man feels. Like, I, I mean, is. what's the problem? What's the problem? Because then it's almost like kind of like that no, I don't want to say no win things, but see, men are, are you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because, like, you mm-hmm. hear this argument all the time that, that men just want to fix the problem. Like, that's in their nature. They want to fix it. It's broke, let me fix it. But if you don't know what's broke or if it can be fixed, then the man at that point really don't know what to do. Like if I say I'm Mm -hmm. hungry, you know, even though, you know, for instance, I'll say I'm hungry, but I'm really not hungry, or I'm hungry, but I don't feel like cooking. Then my husband's Mm -hmm. natural response, do you want me to go get something to eat? Then I'll go back and, well, I really should, uh, you know, cook something or not eat out or fix me a salad or something like that. Well, do you want me to fix you, you know, this? But you tired, you, you know, it could go back and forth. So mm-hmm. men come up with a solution where we want we want a brain brainstorming session to our problem. Yes. That's a mic drop moment. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Somebody, yes. somebody tweet that. I ain't on Twitter, but somebody tweeted. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, honestly, because... I know if I call one of my girlfriends, what they don't tell you about relationships, men are they not your girlfriends, and I said that. But they're I not, know, like, if there's, if there's a problem or regardless of what it is, whatever I'm dealing with, whatever, I just need a brainstorming session, a let-it-out session, I call one of my queens. Yes. You know, I'll call one. Because if I tell one of my queens, you know, for instance, this wig is cute, but I don't like the texture. Well, we'll, we'll you know, talk, have you tried this? Like, you know, like that. Whereas my husband's solution is, well, just don't wear it. But I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, throw it away. So, <laughs> what you got for? Yeah, just throw it in in the in the duffel bag with the rest of the weeds. Hashtag amen if you knew my closet. <laughs> but <laughs> 
I'm just I'm gonna say that. So that is something to to think about. You know, period. Because I think you got to decide who who's your your brainstorming. For instance, mm-hmm. your your let it out brainstorming person, and who is men are just not made to to do certain things that we would like for them to do. But that's why you have friends, you know, other queens in your life, you know, versus, you know, some some stuff, you know what I'm saying? That that would be my response to that. And not saying I still don't try, but then I know when my husband's eyes glaze over, I need to call Shannon, Monique, I need to call Yvonne, I need to call somebody. And glaze yes. over with what I was talking about. And you just have to respect that. I would I would rather you answer nothing than answer me wrong and have me out here looking crazy. Thank you. So that's like when True. we go, you know, does this look cute? And, and you know, you know whether it look cute or not when you put it on. So I know when we ask so, it. You know, it's like you want that that confirmation, and your man already love everything about you. Which brings me to to this next point, like real talk. Don't think. That just because you you you're cuffed, you can say it. I do to the marriage or the relationship that you stop quote unquote dating and looking good. Not mm. you know exactly. Now, exactly. if you didn't go in public, and Shannon, no, I'm already about to go go there. If you didn't go in public Don't with a bonnet on <laughs> when y'all met. Mm-hmm. Don't start just because y'all have a relationship. You know, I think sometimes what they don't tell you about relationships, don't stay woke. Stay woke. Yeah. Don't get comfortable. LaVon, I'd like to hear hear your <laughs> comments. I mean, I agree. you already know I agree with that. Don't get comfortable because, like you said, you weren't wearing the bunny when you met him. At the Seven Eleven, but now you think it's okay. You think it's cute to be walking in the Seven Eleven pumping gas with the bonnet on. It was I, you wouldn't have done that. Y'all would I ain't gotta, you know. I already got no. a man. I ain't gotta look cute. Well, that's why he don't hold your no. hand in public no more. <laughs> Go ahead, Levon. I'm sorry, I had a moment. I red kicked in. He don't. You don't hold my. Yeah. You know, if you said. You don't hold my hand in public no more. And if he said, well, you used to put chapstick on your lips and put on a bonnet and not put a bonnet on, then you flip out. But what they don't tell you about yes. relationships is if you if you did it to get them, yes. you, you do it to, to keep them. That, that is you know, what and, my and, mother says. At least, mm-hmm. at least don't go left with it. If you put lotion Absolutely. on, and I, we making jokes, but this is this is serious. This this is serious. Mm-hmm. If you um, you know, made sure you smelled good when you got in the bed, just because y'all in a relationship, don't mean that you go to bed not smelling good. It's those little mm-hmm. things is that ends up being the straw that breaks the camel's back, and people don't understand that they think it's a big thing in relationships. No, it's a little. It's those little things like that. It's the five times too many you wore your bonnet to his family house. Oh, uh, <laughs> yes. because you flashing your rings, you know, or y'all got kids or whatever else. Then, I mean, this is just being honest. 
This is just being honest. I'm that's my five cents, Shannon. I mean, I definitely agree. That's something like I said, something I've learned. Um, something my, that is definitely one my mother definitely holds. Whatever you've done when you when they met you, you gonna make sure you continue that. That's not you just don't stop doing it because you think you got them already. So I mean, y'all saying some some real real stuff here. I'm learning. See, I told you I was gonna behave tonight because I'm really learning. I'm taking notes. I am taking. I'm, I'm proud of you, but we still got time left in the show. <laughs> we oh, sure do. But the, well, those, I, are, those are things. Go ahead, Levon. Go ahead. I was going to say, if I have to add my two cents to that statement, Please. okay, I have to add my two cents to my this statement because this is something that I've actually, you know, I I like talking to women about because. Um, Like you said, those things that you did to get them, you have to do to keep them. And it Mm -hmm. it doesn't just equate to the bonnet, you know, and to keeping yourself up because you you should do that. You know, you're supposed Mm -hmm. to do that. And it's not not even just for your man, but for yourself. You should want to look good. But that's one thing I always remind my husband, you know, sometimes he's like, well, you don't really need to wear makeup or you don't need to do this. But I'm like, when I walk out this house, you know, not only am I representing my God, I said, but I represent you. And I said, do you want people thinking you're not taking good care of me? Oh, so then they give them room to think that they can come on in, like, oh, he ain't doing his job. I might can slide in there. Mm-hmm. We, you can't give anybody an edge or room to get into your marriage or into your relationship because there, uh, trust me, there's people that's waiting and looking for a crack or a crevice. And especially in a marriage sure. that is a covenant, you know Satan understands the covenant of marriage. He understands what that unity is because the power that comes with that unity and that man being the head of that marriage, of that home. So he's always looking for a way to conquer and divide. So you have to do that, making sure that you, you don't want to, on the outside, you don't want to give anyone any reason to suspect or to think that you are not being kept. And that goes for the men, too. It's not just for the women looking good. You want your man, you know, I'm like, babe, look, you need to shape that up. Let's sure. fix that, you know. But it's, So it goes both ways. You don't want some woman looking at your man thinking, oh, she's not taking care of him. I'm going to go over there mm-hmm. and rub on his head and, you know, do uh, no, ma'am, no, ma'am. And ma'am. then you in jail. Wow, yes, thank you. Thank you. That, that was that terrific. Yes, that's, now, that's terrific. now we yes, now you in jail. <laughs> but the second part to that, and this is what my two cents that I wanted to add, um, ladies. I like to say this. I want y'all to listen. If you got your notepads out for those that are on listening, whether you're married, you're wanting to be married, you're thinking about marriage, you're in the process of getting married, whatever it is. Now, when you're out here and you're courting and if you're engaging in um, premarital relations and you're doing all these tricks and flips, don't forget those things once you get married. Mm. Missionary, missionary is for the field. It's for ministry, not for the bedroom. Okay, that's all I got to say, Shannon. Valencia. Thank you. Shannon. No, you, you say it right, Shannon, because my <laughs> mouth is wide open like um, – Yours and mine both. Like, uh, uh. this is why we do this show on the radio, <laughs> audio. Not if live. we did a Facebook, if we did a Facebook live right about now, my signal would be bad. <clears throat> so, uh, I'm speechless. I concur with with Levon. 
Because a Absolutely. lot of I never forget before me and my husband got married. Um, and and men have had this discussion before. Men men can vouch that they've heard this that once you get married, or you know even settled in a relationship, that the sex stops because yes. you you get comfortable because y'all tired. Y'all had a, a long day, and I could be a hundred percent honest sometimes. You know, your your body is just like, uh-uh, like, you know, my mind's telling me no or my mind's telling me yes, but my body is saying, uh-uh, girl, you over 40. <laughs> take a break. So if you have to take a break, you know, I mean, I'm going to say my son is 21. Mm-hmm. I need a break. So uh. sometimes you have to schedule it. And not saying that y'all have to sit down around the table and have a and schedule a day, you could just schedule it in your calendar just so you don't get mm-hmm. so comfortable with just going to bed in your jogging suit because I go to bed in the jogging suit because it's that cold in my house, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to, you know, sometimes I just got to be cold and just put on something cute and, and wife-like yes. or exactly. non-wife-like, okay? Wow. Uh, yes. Uh, now, this, I wanted to want to say this part uh, because this is something that people don't talk about. A lot of times, you hear women get in a relationship, and the man is—he um, seems all like secure, and I'm doing my air quotes. And then y'all uh-huh. don't have a relationship, and and he all of a sudden gets insecure, and then you—what they don't tell you is that, no, he didn't just get insecure when y'all got serious or got married. He was insecure from the beginning, and there's nothing you could do to make him love himself. And I think as women, <clears throat> even even men, you know, we think it's something that we did. But sometimes some stuff honestly just, you know, with my marriage that I don't count, okay, mm-hmm. I always say it was before the marriage license dried, before the signature dried, he was acting a fool and he all these issues from his childhood and everything else. But, no, this was long before I even said, yes, I'll be your wife. It was long before that all that mm-hmm. stuff was showing up. So what they don't tell you is you can't fix anybody. It don't matter if you say, yes, I'll be your wife, yes, I'm, I'll be your girlfriend, whatever else. A relationship doesn't fix what's broken. Oh, I had turned that serious real quick. That is, that's good. That is real good. Who's taking it on that one, LeVar? Wow, Wow. that's real good. That is real good. I I mean, that's good. (laughs) I would say the thing you have to think about is that when we come into a relationship, we come into relationships two individual people that are learning to come together and to, you know, cohabitate together. You know, our lives are to become one at this point. And especially nowadays, I mean, you see it. You meet somebody in the club on Friday night, you know, on Sunday, you know, he's my babe. By Wednesday, you know, this is my husband. You would go so fast that before Mm -hmm. the ink dry, you will begin to see things because one thing that and people, I guess you would say your family, your mama didn't tell you about marriage, is that when you get married, it is something that happens when you say, 
I do. Saying I do changes something in your mindset because, see, I do means you no longer can just get up. You know, it's not just I'm just going to get up and go wherever I want to go and go wherever I do whatever I want to do because there's there's some commitments and responsibilities. So I do does something with the mindset. And for some people, it's that mindset shift that does that, that brings out some of those insecurities, those abandonment Mm -hmm. issues. It begins to bring light to that stuff. See, we didn't notice it because we thought it was cute because he wanted to stay up under you. Oh, he just so... He's just so attached to me. He likes being up under me. No, boo-boo, he got a problem. They don't, but you don't see it when you're in love. But then, you know, two years into the marriage, you know, you're trying to use the bathroom, and he's standing outside the bathroom door, peeping in, you finish it. Boy, you you know, it's those (laughs) things we don't see because we're so quick to be booed up, you know, we're so Uh, quick to jump into it. You know, we get in love with the thought of being in love. We get in In love love, with the thought of being married that we forget this is a commitment. It is work. It's like a a contract. You sign a contract with the business and then decide, go sign a contract with Verizon for two years and then after six months decide you want to let go. You know what? I think I'm going over here to Sprint. No, baby. No, you're not. Unless you're going to pay for it, you walk up out of here. Yep. And then you be, I didn't read the fine print. I didn't see because you Mm -hmm. didn't do the homework. You went in starry-eyed. You got oh. So you can't go. You don't. Cute. You have to give. Yes, it was cute, and you don't give yourself <laughs> time to actually cute. know. You know it ain't the <laughs> wow. Yes. That's wow. what I can think about. Cause you, uh, you, you. That phone was cute, sparkly, shiny. It was the latest, hottest gadget. And you get home, you can't even get a bar. A, a, a half a bar. <laughs> I'm just saying, oh my but God. you know what? What's, wow. what's so good. funny about, that's or what's what's so crazy and true about what you said? Because I see it all the time, and yes, I'm talking to people that I am per- talking about people I am personally connected with on Facebook. I see y'all post. I mm-hmm. see y'all post. Y'all dating in January, mm-hmm. February you engage mm-hmm. in March. Y'all, you know, you like Suge, Avery, I's married now, and then by May, we ain't hear, hear about the dude again. And I'm, you know, mm-hmm. we ain't here. He just didn't, that didn't work out. Well, did you even know his middle name? Right. This is, and, I, and this is true, grown women. So this is not something yes. that's um, just 20-year-olds, 30-year-olds, even though I tell my son, you watch out for them little girls because everybody want a hashtag bait. They need to let you right. know. Yeah. I hashtag Bay. You hashtag student right now. Um, well, we know how you are with Cam. We we know how you are with Cam. So that yeah. that, that goes without saying. But here's my take now. Even on social media posting, like unless you know me, you will never see that I'm dating or I'm talking because you don't get to publicly claim me like that. Unless there's a ring. <laughs> I, that's just my thought. Like, let me let me find out you dating. <laughs> this is not. Oh, this is, no. This is this is really not about me personally. I'm just making a statement. Okay. I wouldn't be dating. I'm gonna be eyeballing. 
I'm going to put notifications on your post. Lord, so I don't post anything. We got to do I'm sorry. See, see, see how they exactly. come. You know, see how they come for me. I get it. I'm the little sister, but you see, I put my foot out there, and baby, they gonna come. They coming. Like yes, this is what I do. Hmm. Okay. But everybody, everybody needs that though. Everybody, and I said that. You know, I love you know. y'all. You know, I love and you y'all. Know, and I, I drive to you, me. I get there. Let me find out. But people, <laughs> you know, they really before. don't. And then I'll see. You know, and I'm a very inquisitive person. So what they don't tell you about relationships is, you know, until y'all, until you know like you know like you know, don't post it. Especially if if you're my age, and I'm 41. Yeah. If you're my age or within a five-year plus or minus window, don't post about somebody, don't. Just don't until y'all, until you can say, I'm married now. Until you yes. know. Just show up married, questions. you know. Yeah, show up. Show, hashtag Just show, show up, up married. married. Because I, I'm that person, and if you know me, if you connected with me, I will inbox you and say, hey, what happened to, you know, because I have we have a show. I will ask you, what happened to uh, the dude you was posting pictures? That ain't the same dude, huh? Yes, I am that person that will ask. Right. As I get my coffee with my pinky out. (laughs) What they don't tell you about relationship, you in a relationship with the family. And I'm going to sip my coffee and pass the mic. Wow. Mm -mm -mm. One of y'all got to respond. Well, I don't want to be in a relationship with the family. So I might need some healing for that. Oh yeah, I'm missing healing. Oh, I mean, but Jenny, you, how can you say you don't want to? Because the thing, same thing goes for them. If they, you think about it, like yep. you, say, you have brothers, you know, oh, that are close. So to they you. in a relationship with you and your brothers, boo. Go they ahead, got to see mama on. and daddy playing kissy face, running through the house. You know, they in a relationship with your whole family. So how you gonna mm-hmm. exclude yourself from their family, and you say you gonna allow them into yours, or y'all gonna mm. run off and buy an island? But well, you know, I'm just I'm I digress. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, okay, and the kids. Okay. Yeah, you know, they they kids, too. Sometimes, okay, so the men that I have dated that had children, the kids really were not the problem. The kids, I don't have a problem with kids because kids are kids. They're going to do what they're going to do, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just. You should see my face at this moment, but go ahead. Mm-hmm. For me, it's I, have, I have to understand where the, the, the child side of how things, you never know, you know, what's going on and, and whose house they live in predominantly. You never know what's going on. So you have to kind of kind of work through with the kids, but mm-hmm. then, you know, I've, I've dated somebody and the sister was always with the attitude, like, honey, I don't know you. Like, what is the problem? Is it that you want your brother? I need to understand what's really happening here. <laughs> you know, and it's so like, like, <laughs> I mean, when you really upset with me, like, you have no reason, like, I haven't hurt your brother, like, we haven't even gotten to a fight, like, nothing. This is pretty much in the, the fresh you know, we so happy stage, mm-hmm. what's your problem with me? You know, so it's, I guess it's stuff like experiences like that that kind of be like, you know, I, do I really have to deal with their family? Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, but Shannon, think it, it, about it. 
you think about it. If you've been in a bad relationship where some guy has done you wrong and hurt you, how is your brother going to respond to the next guy? When you come back, walking back in like, hey, this is Joey. Y'all, I'm in love. <laughs> how do you think your brother's going to be? I'm honestly, well, I, I promise you, when you go in the kitchen and get a cup of water, they gonna have they're gonna him here. They're gonna be Joey's somewhere. life. Oh, yeah, well, they don't. They don't. They don't wait till I walk away. They don't. Now that now I'll give them that. But <laughs> they, they, they do it right, they, You know, right while I'm there, um, you know, I don't know. Did, I don't know what she told you, but let me. You know, I'm gonna put this out here. But they don't. At the same time, they say they peace. And then they cool. Like, one thing, that's one thing about my family, like, even my exes and their exes, it's almost like we can't get rid of them because wow. we're cool like that. Like, you know, it's just my family will bring anybody in. Now, unless you cross us really, really the wrong way, then it's like, okay, nah, for real, you're an outsider. We're we not going to mm-hmm. do with you, you know. But so they, they're going to check you at the door, whether I'm standing there or not. All right, mm-hmm. that that you may do this, 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 you know. A, that may be why arranged marriage by Valencia dot com need to come in existence because your brothers may be staring <laughs> off. We're gonna get your brothers on, your mama. We're gonna get some of the I have questions. I don't think they scare them. They just tell them, Hey, you know, block that you know, they lay it all out. And then they'd be like, all right, man, come on, come on, come roll up in here with us. We're talking about this game or we're talking about some working out or whatever. And then they just, you know, they, it's like, we, here's mm-hmm. the standard. Here, here's what, what you, we're not going to let you do. You know, you, you know, we cool with you as long as you respect my sister and, you know, never, never think to put your hands on that kind of conversation. And like, all right, let's, you, you know, come, come up with us. Right. And then the man scared to hug you. Because technically hugging you <laughs> is putting his hands on you. I'm just, me, me, your mama. Me, your mama, and your brother. That's gonna we gonna have that show because I have questions. I'm just saying. But when we talk about marrying the family, go ahead, mm-hmm. Lamont. I was gonna say, Shannon. She also have to think about what she just said, though. Your brothers, their language is different than his sisters mm-hmm. because sisters yep. are that nurturing, caring, and they like look. This last half of the hurt my brother and you ain't going to do this. Yep. So they're being protective. You have to, you, all of this has to be, you have to think about those things, their language, the mom's language. You have a son, you know how it, a mama is with her son. That language is going to be different than what you see with the dad and the brothers. Hmm. And I'm going to be honest. So keep that in mind. Anybody, anybody that know me know how I am about cameras. Yes, I have past threats. And but to me, I just simply said, "You hurt my son, I hurt you." So whoever dates my son, do know oh my God, camera mama is crazy. And then when we think about like even with my baby sister, and it might be my fault mm-hmm. she's not married because anybody she has dated, I have to me it wasn't a threat. I'm just letting you know. I'm not just gonna that, say fault him. You know, I'll have to get to that point. I just, look, I know people and I know these back roads in Louisiana. If you breathe hard, oh, my, uh, there's I'm G-Baby. Like my, my, my G-Baby come out and then Valencia step back in. Like G-Baby have to make that initial appearance, appearance so you know. Uh-huh. I know I look all nice and sweet and calm in my dresses and makeup and cute wigs on Facebook, but I don't play. 
when it comes to my baby sister, my nieces, my, you know, like that. I'm just saying. Right. But part of, and I, and it, you know, Nova, if you listen, I'm sorry. I will just, I'm not going to say anything. I ain't going to say I ain't going to do it again because I'd be lying. So we just going to move on past that. But <laughs> when I talk about, like, even marrying the family, and I've said this before, um, See, by the time my husband came along, I knew Valencia and G-Baby, and they were friends and got along and knew what was expected. So I told my husband, before we get serious, I need to meet your kids to see if I like them. Because I'm not about to be one of them women. I get all in love with you, and I meet your kids, and I I can't stand them. Because let's be honest, yes, kids are kids, but some kids just not – some kids are like grown fools. No, it's true. Okay? So I did tell him that, and I also said, because I dealt with um, being in – you know, relationships, situationships where I could not stand the family, and I did not want that for me or Cameron. So I t- that was part of it. I had to meet your family, and I had to like them, and they had to like me. And I, what they don't tell you about relationships is you can have some some requirements. Now, on the yes. other hand, I told him with my family, I told him who mattered and who didn't, and that's just me being honest. If you're part of my family and you listening, you're probably one of them people that do matter. But I said, you know, I'm, I was just honest. Like, this is a relationship I have with my family. So however they feel about this, this, and this, or whatever, that don't matter, you know. Exactly. And I was just honest. Um, but one of the other things I wanted to say this, too, because we mess up a lot with this. We get into it with the person we're dating or married to, and we run back and tell our friends and our family. Yes. And then we get mm-hmm. back to and then we, then our friends they or our still family mad. still talking to them uh, crazy. Keep your stuff to yourself. Yes. You, everybody don't need to know that he got up and didn't make the bed or cook you breakfast like he's been doing the last 10 years, so now you think he's doing this X, Y, and Z. Because then yeah. everybody else going to be I looking say- at him crazy. That's Go the ahead. best advice. When we went through premarital counseling, that was the probably the best advice that um, our pastor gave us, and that was what he said. You know, can't go running to mama, you know, and daddy tell my oh she did this because when y'all back kissy face, mama sitting over there rolling her eyes at you, putting pink pills mm-hmm. in his food. <laughs> That's why I said because y'all was wondering what the pink pill was. <laughs> <laughs> So that is great advice. Yes, yes, great advice. Keep it amongst you. But it goes back to that's why communication is important because you have to be able to share how you're feeling and what's going on between you and your spouse. It's not for you and the family. You may marry the family. You may marry Mm -hmm. into the family. But at the end of the day, when you lay down, you're laying down with your spouse, not the family. That's a, a great, excellent. You you kind of summed up the the show. What they don't tell you about relationships is the key is I would say the 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 keys why why you think it's love and whipping that work in the kitchen or the bedroom. What they don't tell you about relationships is I I think the keys to relationships are communication and respect. If I had to pick the two yes. like 
keys, out definitely I would say communication and and respect. Yes. Your thoughts, Shannon, what yes. what would you say would be the two like if you only had to pick like two things that you feel are, are keys, what would you say? I would have to say absolutely communication. Mm-hmm. Um and and like you said, LaVon just pretty much summed it up. I would say privacy. Definitely keep mm-hmm. yourself private. That's that's I took that oh. out. Sharon been so good this show. I'm almost different. Listen, because I was learning. I was I really did learn a lot. Y'all don't think, but I I learned a lot. Just I was like, okay, okay, I gotta bring me back, you know, because I need to sometimes pull myself back. I'm I'm bullheaded, so I learned a lot, and I'm, I'm appreciate y'all. Arranged marriage by Valencia and Lavon dot com. Dot com. We get people married in 2018. It ain't too late to date, to date and mate and marry. Lord, she came up with a whole slogan. I know. Just that fast. To, to sign up. Wait, to sign up before, and get on the mailing list, inbox to find you radio. Oh, oh my God. Um, now people going to be sitting <laughs> out. I know. I tried to get married. Up. Y'all see the smile on my face, and you see LaVon always extra chipper. I'm just saying, always. Oh, LaVon, uh, your two keys. Your two, of course, your two. you know, for me, it's it's still the communication. That is the biggest thing, communication. Um, I, for me, I just think commu- communication is it. I mean, because I think everything else flows from the communication. That's where you're going to get your intimacy. That's where the love is developed. You know, that's where the lust is, you know, ignited. It's, everything is going to flow from the communication. I agree. And if and y'all could think about this audience, define you family. When you in a relationship and it starts going wrong, what's the first thing to go? Mm-hmm. Y'all stop talking to each other, communication. So mm-hmm. that's how you know how important it is, because that's the first thing it that is. happens when y'all not um, tying tennis shoes, as I say, or getting along, y'all not buns applied no more, y'all stop talking. So that's how you know. Mm-hmm. Like, don't, mm. you know, if don't, don't get mad because he don't take out the trash, tell him at the beginning, that's what you expect. Mm-hmm. But you round there with mm-hmm. the attitude with a bonnet on at Seven <laughs> Eleven, mad at him about not taking the trash out. <laughs> And you at the Seven Eleven with the bonnet on, and he yes. mad at you not talking to you because you at Seven Eleven with the bonnet on. Communication. So now he mad that you not talking to him and out there walking around looking like that representing his name. <laughs> Hashtag I want my last name back. Oh my god. <laughs> Ladies, uh, oh my gosh, I can't. I'm, I'm, y'all, y'all just know. I mean, but they learned. I've learned. I've learned. That's what the the show is about. Like, people don't realize you learn better in the class that you enjoy versus the class that the teacher is boring and monotone and, you know, whatever else. You know, like, some, like, if you get married, from our advice, if you get even cuffed, 
halfway cuffs from tonight's show or any relationship advice, inbox us so we yes. can put your picture on the Find You radio page, and it's going to say, because the Find You made it happen. Yes. Yes, there it is. I can't get out. Um, before before we close out tonight's show, I really hope everybody learned. What they don't tell you about relationships is everything that you learn on the job. It's like on the job training. It like is. He act like he acted like he liked your macaroni, but it wasn't until mm-hmm. after y'all got married he told you you needed to add some seasoning to it. I'm just saying it's 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 communication. Oh my God. Um, I'm exactly. excited, and the the queens are hearing this for the first time, and um, so y'all know and and be ready. A lot of you queens and kings out there know I'm on the advisory board for Atlanta Black Theater Festival. Yay! Yay. Uh, and make sure you guys visit their website. It's atlantabtf.com. To get tickets and come out there, it's in October. It's known to it's like one of the top play festivals ever. Um, but I'm excited to announce that on next week's show, next Tuesday, we're going to get a chance to we're going to be interviewing the founder, the person that started it, Miss Tony, next week. Yes. Oh. Wow. So I know awesome. I'm I'm really excited about that because you think about something that's you know something like that just you know what made you start it what kept you going like I have questions already and I'm really excited uh, about it and you guys definitely go ahead and and look it up learn more about the Atlanta Black Theater Festival. I hope to see you in Atlanta in October cuz I will be all in the building catching some plays and all of the above, but you know, check out the website and and just if you have questions, you can put it on the Facebook page, you can inbox one of us, but she will be on the show next week and then the next couple of weeks we'll actually get a chance to interview the playwright slash producers, the people that write the plays, direct the plays, why they did them, how do you oh, know, wow. what's the purpose behind wow. it. So this is not just, this is not no Tom and Jerry uh, Pokemon type stuff. This is, these are plays and, and reasons behind the plays that make you want to go and write a play or act in right. That's awesome. You know? So uh, awesome. I'll see y'all next week. Same time, same place. Make sure you get on early, get your questions in so you guys could really hear what it's like to to start something that ends up being so huge. And I can tell you guys from talking to to Miss Tony, it was not a cakewalk. It Mm. was not a cakewalk. So when I talk about, you know, not giving up and, and pushing it when nobody else sees the vision of it, like, this is definitely an interview y'all don't want to miss. Now my queens got a chance to get their questions together. Y'all play all day yes. on the show. <laughs> what? Y'all play all day. But uh, with that being said, uh, don't forget to connect with me and the co-host. Don't join us. Make sure you join us on Facebook, Define You Radio's page. With that being said, pens and papers down, class is officially over. 
hashtag get a bay, hashtag define you dates.com, um, hashtag relationships, not situationships. Um, until next time, remember your past doesn't define you, it gives you definition. And it's up to you what you do with that. And remember, you are marrying the family. And your brother's threats may be the thing keeping you single. <laughs> Have a great week. Good, Good night. night. Good night. Thank you for listening to Define You Radio. Make sure you connect to the show on Define You Radio's Facebook page or visit ValenciaGWallace.com. Until next time, remember your past doesn't define you. It gives you definition, and what you do with that is up to you.